One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yotis B, welcome to the sport of once again. Thanks for pressing play. We are very happy to be here talking at you. With me tonight is Stu. Hi, Stu. Hey, B. And finally back into the fold, the one and only Claire in Swamp Town. What's up, fuckers? Yes. God. God, so much better. It is. It's great. John should be with us momentarily, but in all honesty, John's been around plenty lately. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to miss him. I was missing Clarence, so I'm, I'm glad you're back, buddy. And we just asked uh, off the air if you had to air any grievances from us trolling you for the past few episodes. And you said, no, you agree with everything that we've said for the past five, six episodes, including my extended love letter to Hinky that was co-signed by you. So I'm, I'm happy that you wrote that with me, and I was able to read that live last week. And, uh, and I think we just have put that all to bed. We're completely aligned on everything that we've discussed since you've been gone. So that's, that's fantastic. So uh, this is, and we probably mention this every year. Oh, John's here. Hi, John. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're ready to get started. Hey, and uh, is this the, this has got to be one of the five most boring sports weeks of the year. Is it maybe number one? There's, well, if it if it has the ESPYS in it, it's number one with a bullet. Ugh. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, not it's much. Not good. It's not good. No. Uh, so that's the bad news is we don't have a ton to talk about. But the good news is, from what I've been hearing from our uh, chief terrible television watcher correspondent Stu, is that <laughs> the Twins are somehow kind of fun again is that can you can you confirm or deny this report um i can confirm that i enjoyed watching at least three twins games last week three games in one week were enjoyable yes so that's a new record um mostly because i think um at least in two of those games they scored like 15 runs and then the other one was like a two-hit shutout so it was a it was a um rare prolonged display of almost competency from the Minnesota Twins. It only took them half a season to get there. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, they're hitting the hell out of the ball. I mean, Kenny Vargas is hitting like he did when I named him my uh, my bro for 2015 before he got sent down within three weeks of the season starting, um, which is, you know, not great, but he's certainly been better than Byung-Ho Park was in that a similar role. 
Um, Sano is playing third base, playing well in the field, hitting hitting dingers. Max Kepler um, is making Poland scared right now. I think he's really just Ooh. dominating, and it's. <laughs> it's uh, uh, <laughs> I threw that one in just to make Clarence laugh. It's good. It is a good one. I didn't expect it. <laughs> it worked. That worked. That's my goal. Pull that. Um, I'm like, what? Why would he be scared of what no. the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, they're just. I mean, they're playing well. I mean, that's just. There's no. I mean, it's just they're entertaining. I mean, the offense is kind of what we thought it was going to be at the start of the year, but wasn't at all. And it's been that way for. I mean. Close to if you score, now. if you score fifteen runs in a re- in a game regularly, mm-hmm. you make your starting pitching irrelevant. It, it's, it's, that's a it's old baseball saw. It's true, isn't it? Like Any team needs to have yeah. their starting pitchers be irrelevant. That's, the that's my point exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they have baseball saying one yeah. simple score task. 15? Yeah. <laughs> makes makes your starting pitching irrelevant. You take, you take the Tommy Malone factor out of it. That's right. Because he's still giving well, up six runs do. a game. It's, it's, you're going to get six runs out of Tommy Malone. You just, yeah, he's just so you you get a dominant for that that first time through the lineup. He just mows them down. Oh, yeah. That second time, those guys aren't they're not uh, they're they're digging in pretty deep. Tommy Malone leads <laughs> off the fourth without giving up a hit or a walk, and <laughs> just and then just twelve seconds later, he's you can't even see their shoes. <laughs> they're so. The batter's shoes are just so dug in. He's just all right. I'm gonna hit this. The fucking China. Yeah, they currently, currently, we're recording this on July 12th, so uh, this might be dated opinion very quickly. But they have one hole in their lineup, right? They go eight deep with our little baby uh, Byron Buxton batting ninth. Even Suzuki is now awesome. When did this happen? How- is, yeah, that's that's been the strangest thing. That Suzuki's been hitting that. Just he got some goofy bat, axe bat, or some goofy bat. That's the story. That's some the story, which is it. not right. I mean, it's Isn't not possible to have a. I don't even think he uses no, it anymore it for one be. thing. So I think it was a it was a temporary thing. But baseball players are goofy. But They'll you know change something horse, up, and, right? It might be. Yeah, I, 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 remember, Cal Ripken would change his batting stance like every six seven days some guys just thrive mm-hmm. when they're doing something new i don't know maybe if it keeps their mind sharp or makes them think less about being at the play because they're thinking more mm-hmm. I, don't, I have no idea but could be i don't know but he's great now and i'm, I'm sure that's not going to keep up again it's july 12th well, it's still july 12th yeah. so it's not going <laughs> to Trade him right fucking out. Anyone who's over this, be like Menudo. Anybody who's over a certain age, fire him. Yep. <laughs> they got to go. Yep. <laughs> the bus pass. Hit whatever you can take. <laughs> yeah. Soft tossing, low A relief pitcher. Take him. Yep. Just take him. You're in. Yep. Anything. Yep. I don't Jersey. Care. I mean, uh, it's Ploof, Dozier, I mean, Suzuki, whatever, whatever anybody. Nunez. I'm I'm torn on Escobar because he's one of the sport's original. You son of a bitch! I know I'm torn. He's older though. That's the whole thing. He's old. He's like 27. 27. Shit! I guess that's old now. Yeah, that's old. There's nobody to replace him though. I think he has a legitimate. Who are you going to put there? (laughs) That's a good point. He also is going to. I'm looking at the numbers. He also has an on-base percentage of 286 this year. So I don't think there's a whole lot of people beating down the doors for. For our guy Ed, 
Watch your goddamn mouth. I love him. I want to hold on to him. I am... Clarence, you know better than anybody that we are listened to by GMs. You know this. We have been contacted by a number of them. Call Uh, me. I'll DM me. Get out of my DMs. (laughs) Stay out, GMs. (laughs) So I am trying to sell Ed Escobar as you don't want any part of this guy. We'll hold on to him. You don't want any part of him. He's... Nope. Nope. He's bad. Um. And obviously, Robbie Grossman, I'm sure, will turn into a pumpkin again at some point. But he seems like, at the very minimum at this point, a good fourth outfielder, right? He's a switch hitter. He's he's young. He's 26. That's under the cutoff, right? That's under the Menudo cutoff. That's that's kind of a hurtful way to refer to future Hall of Famer Robbie Grossman. <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Bob. It's Bob. I'm sorry, Clarence. Bob Grossman. Goddamn. We've been... We've been channeling you the entire Tom, time, Bob Grossman. John's twenty percent angrier twin brother Dave had some harsh words for Robbie Grossman in last week's episode, and yeah, I'd stay about away what? From that. in reference to what is he had some sort of fancy new fangled stat that said he wasn't good anymore. And then he went yeah. out on Sunday. He went out on Sunday and went four for five, and just you know, this was a spark plug the whole day. And I asked Dave when he would apologize and in what form he would apologize, and he has not responded. Open and things you've been on Twitter since Sunday, which is probably for the best, Dave, because you I, know what the world is watching. I think he said it to private. There was just too many people at replying, and he couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it makes <laughs> the sense. Grossman horror. He hired a PR person to to backtrack yeah. a little bit, but yeah. Uh, so he's good. He's been doing really well. Obviously, our guy uh, Squidward Nunez is doing great. Uh, Max Kepler. Out of nowhere, OPS of 802. That's amazing. He's a little guy, too. He's so, weighs buck 10. Uh, so, a huge surprise. And I think the nice thing, though, is I was worried that Sano would have some sort of sophomore slump because I'm, again, I'm scarred for life of the Justin Morneau experience when he came up and it was amazing. And then once people had a scouting report on him, he went like 0 for 400 or something like that. But he's. <laughs> Awesome. He's still a very, very good hitter, even though he started out a little bit slow. Um, 14 uh, jacks, which is great. Dongs, mm-hmm. 14 dongs. So he's on pace for mm-hmm. on 30. Yeah, right. And uh, and yeah, there's just not any holes right now. Um, so it's fun. I mean, the holes are all on the other side, the in the bullpen and on the pitching staff. But we don't have to. We don't have to think about that. We don't have to talk about that. We don't have to worry about that. No, we're talking. We're talking about the offense. Score 15. Yeah, 15. Score 15. Score 15. You make him irrelevant. Yeah, so it's been fun. And Terry Ryan has been super vocal about trading guys. So we'll we'll see, Terry. We'll see. I don't know exactly who he means well, by that. Well, you know, the precedent is there. There was that, uh, you know, all of those years that Terry Ryan was extremely active at the trade deadline. You know, the years they were good, the years they were bad. He's, he's active. Um you know, there was, there was that year. Uh, uh, it was uh, shit. What uh, two nineteen? Oh shit! There, so he's been 20. doing this since like ninety six. So there has to. Uh, did he get? Uh, did he get Steve Carlton? Was he the guy that picked him up? No, that that was Andy McPhail. Oh, Andy oh, okay, okay, Andy okay. McPhail. Oh, oh, uh, Baylor. Remember Baylor? DB. DB. Don Baylor. Don Baylor. One of his first um, best I think, moves. I think that, that was McPhail. 
Oh shit! Well, uh, right now somebody's somebody's going to listen to this and say you guys know that they got Shannon Stewart for Bobby Kilty. You know that. <laughs> oh my! We're going to get some angry, some angry Twitter egg on us. It was... They traded Brian Buchanan for Jason Bartlett, sir. <laughs> Fourteen years ago, they traded Bobby Kilty for Shannon Stewart. Gleeman still hasn't recovered. Around. No, Gleeman is just a great move. He loved yeah, that. Terry Rice still gets apologetic columns written about him in this town because of that trade. <laughs> One trade, One marginal trade. trade. At the time, I mean, it was a margin. It worked out extremely yeah. lucky. Yes, but that that was not a world beater trade. That no, was not. No, and, and at the time, no one thought that either. No ESPN did not blow Ryan's up. Yeah, no. But now you know you'll see still see Jim Suhan writing columns about yeah David or. <laughs> That's that's his fault. As much as anybody's can't really blame the twins for cutting him loose. It's moron. Moron Ortiz for being being fat. What were the trades that they have made legitimately to to really go for it in the second half when they were like to go for it in a good way? Like Rick Reed was one well, of them, right? Was, Do you remember that? Yeah. Rick Reed was enough. The gambler Kenny Rogers, he was one of them. That was before the season. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, the only yeah, other one I can think of is uh, Todd Jones. Remember Todd Jones? Matt Caps. Oh, Joe Jones. Fucking Todd Jones. Matt Caps was in yeah. That was earlier in the year, though, wasn't it? It was like a May. Kevin Jepson. Uh, no, Caps was a trade deadline guy, wasn't he? Caps was a trade deadline. Yep. Okay, never mind. Uh, uh, you can say it worked last year. Would that be fair to say? I mean, they did almost get in the playoffs, and he was the only reliable yeah. bullpen arm after Trevor May. It doesn't look good now, but I guess it's No, it was yeah. terrible. Okay. At the time, yeah. it was a defensible trade, I think. It was. And Red Boone? Yeah, this year now it looks, it looks very bad this year since the, the guy they gave up for him was in the Futures game yesterday, and Kevin Jepsen is... He was released. to be our guest next week on the sport. I was going to say, he's... <laughs> Literally... No team, no team in the major leagues wanted Kevin Jepsen at any price. <laughs> For free. Nope. He, had, he had $5.3 million coming to him. The Twins offered everybody to pay 5.29 of that, and everyone said, nope, we're good. The only we payment was a roster spot, and they're like, can't possibly give up one of my roster spots. We'll take yeah. our chances with free agency. Thanks. John, what was that trade deadline deal? The twin- oh, Phil Nevin. That was it. Bill, oh Jesus! <laughs> I was trying to say Cubs. I was Cubs. Ooh, how cooked. cooked! He made Bill that goddamn run. He was so cooked. God, he was bad. Uh, okay, That's... so let's go Phil the Nevin. flip side to the more relevant question: Have they ever done a solid job of unloading a roster in a lost season? I know they've done the the Knobloch your, trade, the Santana the trade, trade, Aguilera, some of the like your best example. Unfortunately, is, they, oh, go ahead, Jeff. They traded Sam Fold for Tommy Malone. That's Child, that might be as good as it gets. David Ortiz was acquired for to from Seattle for uh, 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 in the late nineties. God damn it! They sent shipped somebody to Seattle. Some like. Dave Holland, like a left. Wasn't it like Ellen Anderson or somebody like that? <sighs> Fuck, I can't remember who it was. Anyways, they got him from Seattle. That was a trade deadline move, I think. Maybe it was. I'm gonna I, look I, it up. I was in. I was 
on so much goofy shit in uh, the late 90s. How the hell would I remember that? I, I looked it up. <laughs> the Twins traded Dave Hollins for David Ortiz. I got it. I just guessed that. That's fucking great. I'm proud of myself. Did you say that, Brandon? I did say Dave Hollins. Oh, John was... It. Dave Hollins. Yeah. There you go. Was it a deadline move? Oh, fuck. I already closed out of the tab, Clarence. Uh, I'm not going to... Wikipedia does not say. Mm. He, wait, he was the player to be named later after they sent Dave, Rollins, Dave Hollins to Seattle for nothing. Dave Rollins? Like, uh, you, you, you could have David Ortiz. That's fine. Just take him. Anyways, Terry Ryan's uh, resume, deadline resume, is not yeah. strong one way or the other. Right, Brandon? That's what you were... That was my point. Yeah. I was, uh, yes, I'm just wondering who we've, and even Dave Hollins, whatever, this was up for a player to be named later. That wasn't a thing, right? Like, that's, it wasn't really getting a, it wasn't a big trade to unload some of these guys. Although, I suppose some, with some of the shitty trade value that we have, that might be a thing that happens with dropping some of these guys. But I was just wondering if there are examples that I'm forgetting of. You know, it was a lost season X amount of years ago, and they traded these three guys at the deadline and picked up and just sort of reloaded. Um, mm. They're in a fortunate place right now in, in that they don't need to. This isn't the what was the really dark times ninety mid the late nineties twins where they just well, had 80, absolutely 80, the Butch Husky years was probably the worst. Yeah, Eighty two, okay, that was there. before my time. But yeah, the Butch Husky That's, years ninety eight. Scott Stahoviak was the future of the organization. I bet you Royce would say like 81, 82 was the the rock bottom. (laughs) The the prime of Houston Jimenez. I think that's that's, uh, what we call that time. I'm going to write that down. The prime of Houston Jimenez. (laughs) Never heard of him, but it's, uh, it's got a nice ring to it. So that's not good. That's not good if I'm looking for a, at a resume to see who we're going to, if we're going to be able to unload any of these guys. Um, yeah, but let's get back to the original point. They are somewhat fun to watch again. Yes, their offenses. Their offense, yes. Their offense. It's good. Uh, okay, so any other states statements or thoughts about the Twins? No. No. The thing that I have not been paying attention to because I've been a bad baseball fan purely because the Twins have been so shitty is I haven't been paying attention a whole lot to baseball in general this season. And I hope I'm the only one. I hope you guys have been watching because I did not realize that baseball is uh, fun again. Like scoring is back. I, I don't I don't know if you guys had realized this, if it's very obvious as you're paying attention, but they are the major leagues are on pace to hit the second most home runs in Major League Baseball history. And the the most home runs were in 2000, which is the height of the steroid area, area era. Uh, and so they're, uh, they're on pace to hit a little bit less than that. But did you guys, were you guys aware of this, that home runs are, are no. so up and runs are so up? So and like all the Cubs, just like the Cubs are just hitting all the, all the, all the dingers. Yeah, it's got to be it. I mean, there are some, so... So I get all my um, sports information from the New York Times, as you know, obviously. Best source for sports. (laughs) You do not. (laughs) Uh, No, I I did not. But I actually uh, saw it as I was scrolling through Twitter or something about runs are up. So I Googled it, and one of the 
articles that they talked about home runs was actually the New York Times. So I am at the New York Times right now. Um, and so there's this article, uh, a sports article, and so apparently they have a sports section. New York Times, yeah. USA Today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and it shows the some great characters in this town. <laughs> oh, Danny. <damn it>. Yeah. <laughs> Play the drums. <laughs> the he, wrote the, he wrote a Vikings fight song. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Vikings are the best. <laughs> Danny Green wrote a goddamn fight song. It's and the worst piece of music. Because people kept suing everybody on the team for <laughs> He's just grabbing jugs and writing themes, <laughs> writing fight songs. He's playing the Denny Green and the Sunshine Band. I believe is what his band <laughs> was, was called. The, it was the Sunset Music Band. I'm almost Sunset so Music Band. <laughs> and he just he's got he a good down ring the game to it. Oh, son about of a bitch. They cut to Randy. <laughs> Poor Randy Schaefer in the cuts. Now with another music performance. That's our goddamn football coach. Belichick's a hermit. Fucking breaking down film 22 hours a day. Denny's on the hi hat. That's our head, Simon Clarence. That's our fucking coach. I, I think that's why, that's, why, that's why Randy gets to hit, do like the news with his son on the sports because he had to yes. do that. He earned that's, that. Besides, he had a really bad, he had a really bad sickness and he had to deal with Denny. I think that's, that's lifetime he, contract. He earned, a, earned, earned a one B. Yeah, yep. Denny Green. Oh my god! Break <laughs> <Right, laughs> <right> that one. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if that's really bad. I think he read a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was bad. Anyways, I'm sorry. We got derailed. Yeah. What are you talking about, Brandon? We are talking about a much more boring topic than what you guys were talking about. I was just talking about home runs in baseball. Do you really want to talk about this, or should we just talk about Denny Green for the rest of the show? I <laughs> probably way funny. We should we should <laughs> devote one of we should devote whole shows to some of the crazier characters that we've come across, and then have an actual Denny Green episode. Just Vikings. We could talk for seventeen years on just Vikings. <laughs> just laughing just at the three, Vikings, not even talking specifically about things. Just laughing. Th- those possible owners that never happened. There was like seventeen of them that. Mm-hmm. Sacco Babacus. Dean Koontz. Uh, Stephen Clancy. King. Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> that had no money. You were going to sell the team to people that had no money. They'd come to yeah, yeah. Hotel Don, and they're like, oh. Yeah, $500 million. Wait, was Don Beaver going to buy the Twins, or was he going to buy the Beaver was the Twins. He was going to move them to uh, the, North tri- Carolina. the Triangle. Yeah, yep. the, the uh, Charlotte Industry Triangle, or whatever that's called. Was Triad, it, um, yeah. Um, Reggie Fowler tried to buy him, I think. Reggie, Reggie Fowler. Fowler was one of them. Didn't have a dime. <laughs> Didn't have a dime. <laughs> Looked into his bank account. <laughs> when he came out, he was a prospective me. buyer. Like ESPN had a story the next day. Five prospective Vikings owner sued 36 times. <laughs> <laughs> Net worth of like $1,500. I just remember 36 sticking in my head. 
Like, oh yeah, he's 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 definitely in his prime. Like, These are people that didn't even own them. We're not even talking about the real owners because that's a whole different story. These are people that almost owned them. Do you guys remember the time <sighs> that Red McCombs paid to put like a two-page ad in the Star Tribune that involved a giant like purple vest printed across two pages? <laughs> And what fans were supposed to do was they were supposed to bring this to the game, cut it out, and then put it over their heads and wear a newspaper at the game. That was Red's <laughs> idea to promote Viking spirit at a Vikings game. So not a shameful, like, I don't want my face to be seen, like, garbage crash bag look. Like an actual fashionable, this is how you support yeah. the team. I did not remember like, that. I'm not just... I'm not going to print out purple T-shirts and hand them to people as they oh, no. because that would cost twelve cents. <laughs> Can't afford those. Well, the, and the first quarter is just beer soaked and sweat soaked, and there might even be a little semen on it. It's just what? <laughs> whose idea was this? <laughs> a little big crumpled mess on top of somebody's head. <laughs> it's disgusting. Keep it on. There's cum all over <laughs> the top of my head. <laughs> Where did that even come from? This doesn't make sense. Who did that? Uh, that's, that's Vikings football. I'm walking into the stadium, and I just there's just jizz everywhere. <laughs> it's just part of the experience. Yeah. Well, don't come to the game if you don't want to get <laughs> splooch all over your your uh, spirit hat, <laughs> your spirit <Yuppie>. bag. <laughs> I think. Your spirit face bag. I think my favorite story of, of the whole Red McCombs tenure was when the Will Spot team, one of the big improvements they made is that they fixed the air conditioning air conditioning at Winter Park because McCombs had turned it off and refused to turn it back on to save money, and it had stopped working after he turned it off. It's all rusted out. <laughs> The sports owners in this town. Son of a bitch. Oh, Oh. boy. That's what we should be doing on other off weeks with nothing going on is just pick a team and just laugh at them for hours. Let's think about that for next time. (laughs) All right. I'm in. (sighs) I I don't even want to get back to the subject that I was trying to. Let's see. Off the home runs. Let's move on. At home runs, it's great. It's cool. It's past, Brandon. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. We're just happy to have you back. Well, I'm all, it's I'm a, I'm okay to be back. I don't know about happy. Come on, it's all right. Come on, you're busy. You could have definitely. You didn't even it's commit okay. to doing this today. You signed in. No, I didn't. You. All right. Well, I think one thing you have missed as we have been hollering at uh, star tribune writers for the past few weeks. Uh, right. Stu lit into uh, Suhan a few weeks ago. Pretty good. All right. Ripped him a new one, which was really fun to listen to. I went after mm-hmm. former strib guy Barrero last week or two weeks ago. Or something okay. like that. And we've been just having a blast doing it. It's been so fun. Great bonding experience. Feels, you know, this is, as you know, this is group therapy. This is the reason why we're doing this. So it feels therapeutic. So who's up this week? This week I wanted to go after a guy. uh, John was going to go after Giles Farrell, I think. Oh, Jesus. Why would Giles do? Um, 
you just haven't done anything yet for like ripping the sh- people to shreds and give you a chance to talk about hockey. Oh, I thought it had to be Star Tribune people. Well, the, no. I, I have a suggestion for this week, Star Tribune guy. And Clarence, if you don't want to take this, one of us can probably jump in. Have you heard of the writer Michael Rand? Michael Rand, hmm. Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. Boy, I think he's the uh, podcast intern for the Strib. He's just like the intern that sets up all the podcasts for people. Anyway, uh, they let him write, which is, I don't know, a mistake. And what he chose to do with his uh, column inches or digital ink, if you will, is he decided to rank all of the 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you want to do you want to take a, a a guess a crack at where he ranked our, our our beloved Ted Bridgewater Teddy B quarterbacks or quarterback situations quarterback it's even worse than quarterbacks he called it quarterback situations this he needs an editor but let's quarterback situations hmm. where we let me ask he you he ranked oh you want me to guess where he ranked Ted. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Fourth. Fourth. Fourth sounds. Fourth sounds. Yeah. I mean, I would be super supportive of fourth. Uh, is a little bit lower than that. He has our our third. Our <laughs> twenty-one, two, one. Ted Bridgewater. The the. I mean, like. He's young. He's got a. I'm talking about Ted at this point, not. Mr. Rand, who is not young at all, and he should quick, know better at this quick point. Quick side note, oh, guys, this is a social media thing. What do you think Vensel's stew sounds like? Do you Vensel's think that sounds good? <laughs> 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 uh, you know, yeah, it's, nice guy does good work for the Vikings. I think just you could do worse. Yeah. You could do just, worse. Okay, gonna, gonna put a pin in that one. Ah, man, I just. Michael, 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 why why does he have to go full Bayless on it on uh, on Minnesota at this point? Twenty one is is it's trolling and it's unfair and I, I I'm ashamed that I had to stoop to to giving him attention. This guy we don't know and have never heard of, but uh <laughs> I thought maybe one of you guys might have a comment on on his decision to rank here. Above, below the likes of uh, uh, such perennial all pros as Tarod Taylor, Bork Bladles, Marcus Mariota, and Jamie Ice Winston. Just to name a few. Just to name a few. Huh. He's below Tyrod Taylor? He's below Tyrod Taylor. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That one stuck out. Right <laughs> That's there. A, that, one, that one stings. Wow. That one really stings. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Flaceau, who is, you know, 75 years old. Yeah. Not elite, if you're, not if elite. you're wondering. He's not elite at all. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there are some good quarterbacks. I'll, I'll grant him a few are better than our guy, Teddy, but it just feels like, I don't know where this, where this comes from. What, what scratch... What itch is he trying to scratch? What is it? Scratch itch? What's he trying to, to do with this is what I'm wondering. Is he just trying to rile us up? Is this? Is I don't this... know where he's going with it. I don't. I wonder I if worry. maybe he was just trying to get Clarence to come out of his retirement from podcasting by typing this entire thing up. It's like 6,000 words just to get him angry. Well, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. Seething. Furious. Hmm. I'm not commenting on it. He can eat an ass. Eat an ass first. Yep. Yep. That's the co- that's my comment. It's a good comment. Ranks is twenty. Yeah. So his top five. I rank. I rank the uh, eat my ass situations. Uh, Michael Rand is number one. <laughs> ranked right at number one, Mike. Easy number one. Write down Michael Rand is number one, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. So definitely, so they, they like me for something. Oh, oh, to listen in. Oh, oh, for analingus. That's <laughs> why I was, I was our number one. In, huh? Huh. Tossing <laughs> salad. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what is gluten free? They definitely clicked on my article. <laughs> gluten free. <laughs> That'll go good with my cider. <laughs> Oh Jesus, <laughs> we are we are the worst. I'm not even going to run oh down God. the others. I already pointed out the ones that I thought were were pretty bad. So uh, he has Andrew Luck fifth, which is a little weird. Seems pretty high for him. Bounce back year, I suppose. Drew Brees sixth. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through this. I said I wasn't going to, and I'm not going to. Um, so that's that. Uh do you guys have any other Vikings things to holler about? No. No. Because we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel of things. Oh, uh, do you guys want to talk uh, Wolves Summer League? We got the Las Vegas Summer no, League. No, I don't. Some... Um, that, that seems like the craziest possible topic. It's like talking Twins Rookie League. Let's talk about the GCL Twins and how they're doing. <laughs> Well, Chris Dunn played, and then he uh, got I a... have no idea. The <laughs> Twins doesn't matter. Because <laughs> Chris Dunn played good, and then he got hurt. Is yeah. that right, Brandon? The only news is that the only guy on our team that matters is Chris Dunn, and he's already sitting out from a concussion. Care. You didn't want them to take him anyways. I didn't. You're right. Um, I'm okay with it now, I think. I'm a little, a little nervous because that people are... Tips. 
I well, if you want Tibbs to be good. I love patience. If David Kahn made the same move, you would be furious. Would this be David Kahn as I know him now, or like uh, his first year David Kahn, let's give him the benefit of the doubt sort of guy? Because I think I... No, David Kahn. I don't know. You tell me. The current, like... Columbia University Journalism Associate Professor David Kahn. I think that's what he's doing now, right? Stu, have you ever done a uh, hunt down for uh, for Mr. Kahn? On, on Davy Kahn? Yeah. He's teaching, isn't he? Yeah, he's, I think he's I think like that... a professor somewhere or something. You know, the thing about doing a hunt down on him is you could probably just like call him up and he'd give you every single detail of his just life talk. for like six straight hours. Well, I'll tell wow. you, Stu, you know, I was a little misunderstood in Minnesota, but I worked pretty hard and... I cleaned up the salary cap situation. That only David Kahn impersonation, Brandon. Be Actually, proud of yourself. Thank you. Thanks. I talked like that for two straight years making fun of him, so I've got a lot of practice. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm giving Thibodeau a little bit of the benefit of the doubt at this point that I wouldn't have given Kahn. I still love Rubio, and if this if people start hating on Rubio and wanting him to be traded, that will bum me out, but... As far Ooh, as I'm concerned, he's a backup point guard, and that's okay. We need one. So, Ooh, I Rubio? I agree. <laughs> you know, even really good point guards are pretty bad their first year, so I, I don't think Tibbs is crazy enough to to try to take this team to the playoffs and with a with a rookie point guard. So, crazier things have happened, especially with the fucking Wolves. But as of now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be patient. You know, I think a big reason of this is um, I have learned how to be patient because of my second team, the Philadelphia 76ers, who are looking very promising all of a sudden. So, uh, do you guys want to talk about them for? <laughs> Really thought we get through an episode. I yeah. really thought we would get through an episode. All right, I won't. I won't go there. Stu, let's talk about more interesting things in the Philadelphia 76ers. What the fuck is up with the Olympic trial gymnastics situation? Um, you know what? Let me go yell for Piper. I'll be right back. Talk uh, about Hinky. No, we're not going to talk about Hinky. Don't talk about Hinky. We can talk about the Olympics, which start in three weeks from tonight. I think I'm making that up. Ace something, for Dodd. Something. Ace for Dodd. What does that mean? It's true. It's true. I'm speaking in Spanish oh. between now and the Olympics start. So proud of you. Nothing so Espanol. Proud of you. Uh, do Why either are you speaking Espanol until the Olympics start? Okay. Donde es Porque la biblioteca? Español hasta la Olímpica. Uh, I think we've been doing this for a long time. Have we ever? Were we recording four years ago when the the previous Summer Olympics were on? Mm, no? no, it's around there, right? Three years ago. Just we, we, we were recording we were the Winter we did the Winter Olympics because I know I flipped out about Brian Rafalski at some point. Yes. I assume that was Winter Olympics related. Uh, winter for yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So we had missed yeah. the first one. So let me ask you: Do either of you watch or care about the Summer Olympics? And if so, what what portion? Um, I, I like the hundred meter dash. Mm, yep. Yeah, I care about Americans 
beating other countries in sports that those other countries care deeply about. Okay, so and the more they care, the better part. that is. Yes. So what would be a good example? I don't know. Does I, ah, shit. That was, that was fun, like soccer in 2002. That's part of the reason the World Cup was so fun. When America... What just happened? Hello? Was that me? Stu? Stu, what did you do? I'm here. What did you do to Clarence? I don't know. There was a there was a it sounded sound like there was or a rushing like, like that Clarence was gone. A copter was landing like in in Cannon oh. Falls. Did we give away his location? I Oh boy. Fuck. That the, the helicopters may have found him. John really did it this time. Oh boy. He's not going to be happy after he gets out of prison. Okay, John, do you watch the Summer Olympics and do you give a shit? And so you said a uh, hundred meter dash, great. Well, I, Clarence makes a good point that it's fun to watch Americans beat other countries at sports that those countries care deeply about, and America cares not at all about. For example, do you remember when Rulon Gardner beat the unbeatable Russian guy in? I suppose it must have been Greco-Roman wrestling. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that was something that the Russians cared deeply about. And no one in America knew who Rulon Gardner was until after that happened. And there was something just delightful about America winning stuff that they just don't care about. I, and what I was just following up was saying, that's kind of how the U.S. national team was in about 2002. And I was like, guys, we're not even... Nobody knows who these guys are. We're not. Nobody cares in this country, and yet we're still beating you at soccer. And now, of course, people care very deeply, and we're no better at soccer. But I don't want to get into soccer. That yeah. is part of the we fun do. of the Olympics is just Americans winning at stuff. We do want to get into U.S. women's gymnastics, though, because That's um, true. Piper, my daughter, watched about six hours of the trials and the prelims for it like a couple weeks ago. All right, take us so to I'm school. I'm very familiar. Take us to school, Stu. <laughs> Um, her three picks to click, her gold, silver, and bronze led five-star locks oh, for shit. the Rio Olympics, if they are actually played. Um, she likes Allie Raisman, who was on the 2012 team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori Hernandez and Simone Biles is her a gold pick. Simone so Biles. Simone, silver Lori, um, bronze Allie. Right. Okay, and so Simone that's Biles, our... If you, you've probably seen... I've, I've retweeted a couple of... Uh, clips of her she's just Simone she am might, I right in saying that Simone Biles in the last Olympics she was like nine years old and yeah. she flipped around like gravity just didn't apply to her like she'd yeah. run up to the vault and do 49 flips and just land as if there was no actual gravity and she just sort of floated to the ground she's amazing I it's I mean I it's some of the stuff that she does is just like how the strength and the agility it's it's ugh. And I'm trying to think of a way to put it, and it's just Broxy in his prime. That's really all I can think of. <laughs> that's a that's a great comparison. It has to be that's, if you, know, you if you look at videos from I don't know 40 years ago to now. One of the sports or games or whatever you want to call it that has evolved more than anything. Like it's if you look at old whatever gold medal winning competitions in the 70s, 
it's like they're on that bar and they jump like six inches and then come back down and balance on it. And now they're like, yeah, they're like flipping four <laughs> times off it. Yep. And they got a cigarette hanging out of the corner of their mouth. <laughs> and it's probably pretty funny to watch every sport like that, right? In general, yeah. I'm, there's no sport where it's even, I mean, look at like tennis 40 years ago. It's probably insane now. But that is one of the most striking ones just because of the acrobatic nature of it all. So, all right. So those are our picks to click Olympic gymnastics. Yes. Olympic women gymnastics. Straight, straight women gymnastics. Women gymnastics. There's an injury. Um, her alternate, one of the alternates she really liked was Reagan Smith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you would, you would know her because she looks to be Tinkerbell. I think she's about the same height and weight as Tinkerbell. <laughs> okay. And she's just, I mean, seriously, she's like 14 and I think four foot six. But she can, again, she's, you know, just put her in your pocket and then win a medal or something. Never talk to another human being. Never has talked to another human being. No, Wouldn't know what to do if that actually happened. Not allowed. Uh, because Reagan Smith is the alternate. That's your your of um, whatever's below a bronze le- five star lock. Honorable mention. I, I I looked up Reagan Smith here just to see what you meant, and she is six years old. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's stunning how how young she is. She not old enough to go to the Olympics. I'm sorry, but <laughs> she's only an alternate, John. Well, she can't go because they're going to look at her birth certificate and it's going to say 2009. If a high wind picks up, she'll just take off like one of those bounce houses in some of those videos. It's, oh, there she goes. Well, look at her go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. What do you think are the most... Is gymnastics the most popular of the... What are the most popular Summer Olympics? Sports? Yeah, you don't... Because we're male, you don't necessarily think of gymnastics as being the most popular sport. Much Ask, like figure skating in the Winter Olympics. Exactly like figure skating. My wife could not care less about gymnastics, but I guarantee on gymnastics night she will watch the gymnastics. Okay, I mean, yeah, I that mean, does feel is, like a I popular mean, it, one. It, it, it maybe helps to have a daughter who was in gymnastics. Um, Celia was, and of course, Piper's in dance now, and there's some similar um, skills at play there. And uh, you just, the again, the athleticism, you can appreciate it strictly on that level, I think. Yeah, Even I was going to say, you don't really, really need to know anything about it to be like, well, it's that's fucking impressive. Stunning. That's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then and then obviously also the, the uh, wipeouts that happen sometimes are awesome, too. I mean, somebody will <laughs> just run full, run full tilt into a pommel horse. I mean, as far as comedy, <laughs> you, can't, you cannot top that. You can't beat that. It's like <laughs> that. Uh, it's like that. Old... flies right out of their mouth. <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's like that old line from Spinal Tap. It's such a thin line between brilliant and stupid or something. Stupid and clever. Stupid and clever. Yeah, that's that's gymnastics. It's either perfect or the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to a human yeah. being. Yep. Nerve wracking. Brandon, what are you watching? What are you watching for at the Summer Olympics? Man, I uh, I don't really watch the Summer Olympics. I don't I don't avoid them at all. I don't have like a problem with them or absolutely no interest i mean if they're on if i'm at somebody's house who's watching them i'll usually be able to tune in for especially like even gymnastics i think you can get sucked into that pretty easily but i i mean i couldn't even name all of the sports that are going on or even most of them i don't know the but you're right I mean, the uh the 100 meter dash is is pretty electrifying right last yeah that's nine seconds it's very 10 much seconds. in the same category as like the kentucky derby where you don't have to be a fan of track and field or horse racing to appreciate the biggest event in a certain sport. And when it comes to the whole athletics 
competition, the hundred meter dash is pretty much the top of it. Yeah, it's the world. It's the fastest human on planet Earth. That's mm-hmm. that's the generally agreed upon rule. Is the winner of that is the fastest. Yeah, I do love this. It's a built in element of you know the purity of that is pretty great. But are they still doing the other? What's the the pole vault? Are they doing the pole vault anymore? Is that a thing? The the decathlon. Yes, the pole vault's still a thing. I mean, that's the thing where I just I don't I don't know I don't get it. It's just so much precision involved. Take and... that pole vault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. Uh, no, I mean I don't know. I just that's a thing Hammer that I throw. No, no interest whatsoever. Shot put. No interest. Discus javelin. No, I I don't know. Every time I watch, I'm like, is that good? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it is, but. Running, I get that, you know. Um, yeah. but just not Running a whole is lot. understandable. Yeah, <laughs> I run, you know, but I don't do the shot put often, you know, once a week maybe, but not much. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a full on Olympics hater, and I definitely find myself enjoying summer versus winter. Is that crazy? Am I crazy for thinking that? You like the summer better than the winter? Yes. Okay, I don't. John, I, John's going. No, oh, John, I'll object to that because of the hockey. No, I, I think that's very common. I think most people like the Summer Olympics better than the Winter Olympics. I get the sense from the coverage that's given to them. The Summer Olympics is the Olympics in people's mind, and the Winter Olympics is like a fun little sideshow that happens when there's no Summer Olympics. Okay, good. But that makes me feel better. It just feels like a lot of just, just too many like just white people in the winter just too many like finland and just these rich people skiing and whatnot but hockey's fun Could any, for sure. any Finns listening to this that was brandon who <laughs> insulted you i we'll don't give you his address we know you're angry <laughs> if you're listening we to know you're angry with him and in general so please <laughs> you're already we understand you're ornery. that's what your people are doing but uh, that was not me that was not steve does it help that, that i'm two beers deep two and a half beers deep does that help? Uh, oh, you can help when the fins get to your house. Doing some pinners tonight, Brandon? Or? Uh, I drank a pseudo Sue. Oh, nice. And uh, now done with a bent paddle and having. I'm going to have another bent paddle. Oh, nice. I good. love the bent top. That's a good night right So there. much. I'm having a couple of surly uh, hashtag Americas. Those are good. Um, for Those the 4th of July, which, which passed. Good solid but, summer uh, brewski. It is very, very clean and refreshing. Okay, so um, John, I believe you're not you're not doing you're like having like Powerade, right, John? Just straight gin. Well, <laughs> I've gone to the gin. <laughs> I well, it's not beer. That. Not beer. Nope. Um, it's definitely not beer. Okay. Yeah, so what? A, what is you, the? Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think the chances are that the Olympics don't actually happen? Zero percent? More? No, I think it's more than zero. <laughs> Shut up. I, I have not been paying attention to this like, at all. Are you serious? They might, like, what are they going to do? Delay it for a while? Or what would be the. I, I, I don't know. That's my I question. Know. I mean, it seems like there have been absolute... so many stories. And I realize these stories happen every major tournament of any kind now, especially because they put the Olympics and the World Cup and all these competitions in places they should never go because it's more fun to play in brand new stadiums that were built specifically for this event rather than some old piece of crap that everybody likes and is already paid for. But every one of these events now, it's like, well, 
I don't think they're going to be ready. And like in Russia in the Winter Olympics in 2014, there were constant pictures of, hey, here's a hotel with no doors because they haven't put the doors on. The athletes arrive tomorrow. And here's a bathroom with two toilets for some reason that nobody could possibly fathom that apparently people are supposed to have dual bowel movements in. And then the games start and these stories just disappear. Like, well, it was fun making fun of Russia, but now we're actually going to cover it. So it seems like, though, this Olympics in particular has had more stories about how it might not actually go ahead. Like Just a couple weeks ago, the head of Rio de Janeiro said, this is the potential to be a disaster and there's no way we'll ever be ready. So is there a chance that we just don't have the Olympics this year? Wait, it's a disaster. They won't be ready. Are you t- are you talking specifically because of the Zika virus, or there's other things? Is just no, a bunch of different things? There's body is... parts washing up on the beach. Yeah. Okay, it's more about the, that. Okay, the canoeing yeah. event is taking place in an open sewer. Um, the <laughs> cops um, don't show up. Like they don't police. Um, it's the, just not good. the railroad that's supposed to take everyone to the venues has not been built. Okay, because I was going to say Zika is not like the concern, right? It's more... Yeah. Every, for some reason, you, you've heard very little about athletes pulling out of the Olympics because of Zika, except for male golfers. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Every deep pulled out of the Olympics. <laughs> Why? What is wrong with their... <laughs> they just hate get, having a tummy ache for a week? or I mean, I know it's, it was... doesn't sound fun. I Honestly, I'm not... I'm also not coming out as anti-fit and pro-Zika. I don't want to be painted with that brush at all. But it's just very weird that they're the that they're the guys. Unless they just don't want to go and it's like a simple excuse for them. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think most of them were like, why why do I want to go play in the Olympics? We play many large events every year and an Olympic gold medal would be fun, but being able to have more children would be fun too. So I'm just going to go ahead and stay here, guys. Thanks, thanks for the invite, but I, I won't be making it to Rio. <laughs> I, I respect that. But you would that. think that female golfers, there would be far more of them who were saying, "Yeah, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to Brazil." That's crazy talk. But they're fine. That's weird, man. I don't know. And watching the Olympics is women's soccer because that tournament actually matters. Like men's soccer at the Olympics, nobody cares who wins, but women's soccer, they care pretty much equally to who wins the world cup so that's always fun how did that happen how did that come about that they it doesn't make any sense Uh, they don't have the history of the i mean the women's world cup started in like 1987 so oh yeah okay the olympics goes back far far longer than that okay the johnny come lately women's world Cup. yeah johnny come lately fifa finally was like you know i hear this I hear that girls are playing soccer now. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> cute. Girls are playing soccer. That's, Let's set that's up a nice. little tournament for them. for them, too. Where should we have it? Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, FIFA. In the parking lot. Nobody will notice. <sighs> we're, we're against that, listeners. That's, yeah. That's FIFA's attitude towards women's soccer. Not us. Not us. We're excited for Olympic soccer. John, give me your prediction of the sport in the Olympics that no one is expecting to be worth a damn, but ends up being oddly mesmerizing. And then all of a sudden people like it similar to like whatever it would have been 10 years ago or however many years ago, like curling people are like, Hey, this is actually, huh? 
not bad. I I found myself watching it. That's everybody I talked to in the last or the previous ones were like, it's almost like they were ashamed to admit something, but they're like, I kind of like curling. <laughs> well, the obvious choice I think is beach volleyball, which everyone forgets is in the Olympics, and then the Olympics happens, and it's all that's ever on television because oh, I it's all about that eighteen it. to eighteen to forty five year old males are like, you know, I like this beach volleyball. And not for the right reasons. <laughs> like in uh-huh. 2012 at the London Olympics, you could get tickets for any. I mean, tickets cost a billion dollars for the Olympics. You get tickets for any event you wanted to go to, except for beach volleyball, which was consistently so sold out that you couldn't possibly get into the venue. Yeah, so I guess that it seems like the two, the two surprise events either involve almost nearly naked women mm-hmm. or uh, pudgy dudes. Are we so talking about Chatput again? I was actually talking about Eddie the Eagle. But that, <laughs> send, a, send a pudgy guy down an ice ramp. <laughs> it will capture the imagination of the world. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll... Ski jump. It, was... it would be more fun if they just pick random athletes for the ski jumping team. Like, oh... <laughs> Or Zach Parisi's the American ski jumping team, and he has to compete. Or just started sending random things down the ramp, just like you know Letterman yeah. dropping stuff off of buildings back in the day. Just you know, also send, an excellent idea. Send a couple of frozen turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that will. Uh, I'm sure I'll watch a lot more of it than I'm planning on right now because I I do tend to. Yeah, I didn't even know it started in three weeks. I thought it started in like September. Yeah, no, I know the dates it starts because I, uh, it's a, it's a big marketing to do, as you know, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, is 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 your company an official Olympic sponsor, or are you a gorilla sponsor where you sponsor Team USA or something not actually related to the Olympics? I don't know if you know this, but the IOC is uh, pretty harsh with their restrictions, so I'm a little nervous <laughs> that I even lawyers? just. That I even just mentioned the Olympics and that I work at a large company. So even that is a little bit too much information. I'm feeling a little nervous right now. So no, we are not an official sponsor. And uh but we still have to be very aware of it and we have a lot of, of our vendors are sponsors and there's been a lot of Well, again, I don't want to get uh murdered by the AOC. I'll say there oh, are man. there are a few s- small restrictions from the IOC. A few small ones. They're very friendly, good people. They're they're nice people and understanding. Who do you, you think is going to kill me first, the IOC or the Finnish people? Clarence or Clarence? Clarence. Yeah, ranks. Yeah, IOC is just too incompetent to actually do anything right. I think so. Yeah, that's you really yeah. have nothing to worry about from them. Well, I'm uh, God. I'm a little nervous about the disaster of of uh, what it might end up being like there. So yikes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, if nothing else. That's true. It's very true. Morbidly curious about how this is all going to shake mm-hmm. out. Uh, that's all I have for the Olympics. Do you guys have anything else? Nope. So, uh, final thoughts. Uh, one thing that I've learned in the past week, and Stu, I, I, I wonder if you'll agree with me. I have learned that... Uh, Steal My Sunshine by Len is not an appropriate karaoke song. It's a lot harder it's than you'd really think it would be. It's really difficult to sing. Yep. Yep. 
we Can uh, I say that as someone who sings eight minute long uh, Gordon Lightfoot songs. Uh, you got done singing the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald at a party we were at, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you were feeling good, like you conquered it. Mm-hmm. I got done singing George Michael Faith in a drunken stupor that I barely remember, and we were flying we were high. Really we were like, you know what? Let's take on Len, steal my sunshine. And it was one of the bigger disasters on, of karaoke history. I would, I would wager. Oh, I, I, I it was an enthusiastic disaster. Yeah, you know, people at least were supportive of, like, you know what? They're still standing yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah, they're still they're they're plowing through. They're trying to get they're, through they're this. Tweeting through it, <laughs> they are tweeting through it. Gonna, they, oh my god, gonna, they're gonna get through it, man. Which we did. Um, it wasn't pretty, and it wasn't good and i'm i'm ashamed and i regret that it happened and it was bad and it, <laughs> and it offended people <laughs> but but other than that it was fine well you know what we learned something and now we've been able to share it with our uh 75,000 listeners yes um Do, don't 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 karaoke uh, steal my sunshine unless you're really confident in your falsetto one other thing about that song is it sounds like it's sung by millhouse which is a really good thing if you go back and listen to it i was <laughs> lying in the grass mail, bart <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh karaoke is challenging because a lot of songs that you think are going to be easy and fun like that seems to check all the boxes of like up tempo the guy is not known as a good singer this should be easy sometimes are absolute disasters and then other songs that you'd think are real snooze fests are great so you know just go out there and uh live and learn do what you can and uh share with us the uh the good and the bad if you ever want to but that's what we've learned this past week it's the only thing i learned Yes. yes we learned john do you have any parting words uh i've learned nothing in the past week nothing at all I don't learn very well. Okay. Well, uh, I think that'll do it then. Why don't we? Yeah. Uh, why don't we sign off for the evening? We celebrate. We celebrate the two thirds of the show we had. Clarence Swamptown, I think, and uh, that was great. I hope he comes back. I hope he great. didn't hope actually okay. just quit two thirds of the way through. I did mention the Sixers, so I wouldn't blame him. Um, but yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll have him back soon. He's, I know he's a he's a busy man, but either way, we will be back next week. And uh, till then, stay strong. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.